0: Baby girl, who told you money doesn't grow on trees? Or let me guess, someone told you money is the root of all evil. While this seems like good reasoning and legit, let me let you in on a little secret. This is why you're still broke. Wealth is a mindset. Wealth is in your daily habits. Wealth is for everyone, not just the chosen few. My name is Candace Young. I'm a credit repair expert. I love long walks to the bank. And I'm determined to help you embrace your finances so you can be confident in building wealth regardless of your current income. Welcome to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's time to start building wealth now. Hey, rich girls, hey, it's your girl Candace, and I have something super special to share with you guys. Throughout the podcast, I heavily discuss how important it is to pray manifest, and speak the things you want into existence. With that being said, on Thanksgiving weekend, 2021, I will be releasing the Money Mindset Affirmation Cards. The first step in creating wealth is to believe that you're worthy of it. The second step is to purchase these Money Mindset Affirmation Cards. These cards will help you unlock the potential for wealth. I am living proof that these cards work, and I'm so excited to share them with you guys. These cards aren't just a wonderful thing to gift yourself. They're also a perfect gift for that rich girl in your life who might just need an extra nudge in the right direction. I cannot wait for you guys to get these money mindset affirmation cards in your hands and continue the journey to being a rich girl. Toodles. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's your girl, Candace and I will be your host as usual. We're going to kick this episode off just like we kick off any other episode with the good vibes. So first things first, if you are new here, my name is Candice Young and I am a financial wellness coach specializing in having it all right. I believe that women can have it all as long as they're willing to put the work in to have it all And I think sometimes we forget that and we feel like we need to choose. So I am here to remind you that you don't have to choose between anything. You can have everything that your heart desires. To the OG rich girls, let them know they just pulled up to the rich girls table. And we're here to talk all things women and finances, right? Lifestyle, what it looks like to just be show up as your healthiest, wealthiest, uh, happiest version every day. So welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for clicking play and rocking out with me for this episode on this beautiful money making Monday. The last time we kicked it, it was Valentine's Day weekend. And so you guys already know It was a self-care episode, right? We talked all about taking care of yourself because at the end of the day, having a romantic partner and having them do things to take care of you is great and it's nice. Trust me, I'm engaged to the love of my life. And so I understand how important that is and how much, you know, a lot of us are manifesting that and praying for that. However, it all starts with self-love. And that's what we discussed on last week's episode. So if you haven't caught up on that episode, please do. It's all about loving on yourself. I sort of named myself a self-care, self-love advocate. I'm constantly telling people to take time off work and have a spa day or book a trip or just do things that make them feel good. I am huge on that. I'm a firm believer that you cannot pour from an empty cup. And so not only do you need to make sure that you are doing things to keep your cup full, but that you are surrounding yourself with people who want to pour back into your cup the same way you pour into theirs. I can I can do a whole episode on self-care and the the people around you. Right. People do spring cleaning. Oh, I'm going to get rid of all these clothes and these shoes that I'm not wearing. Get rid of the people who no longer serve a purpose in your life. I promise you, less distractions. You'll be much more focused. So, anywho, happy money-making Monday. I would be remiss if I didn't tell you guys I had a beautiful Valentine's Day weekend. It is me and my fiance's uh anniversary. So we were real corny when we first got together. And we said that was corny, by the way, with a C. I just want to make sure. <laughs> Just want to make sure that landed. But we were real corny in the beginning and we said, hey, we got together probably the week of Valentine's Day. Let's just say Valentine's Day is our anniversary because we're going to celebrate that day anyway. And it was so close. I I couldn't tell you the exact date, but we decided. Valentine's Day was our anniversary right and so don't let anybody tell you how to run your relationship just because it's not the exact day that we made it official we said our anniversary was on Valentine's Day we both love Valentine's Day we're both very romantic people so I did seven days of love where I gave him a present every day and it was all stuff that you know he loved he's a big fitness guy you know he's big on his fitness so got him some things regarding that got him some sexy stuff you know we about to be married or whatever and yeah so that was sort of my thing and he whisked me off to this resort on the beach that was super expensive and just super elegant and very very bougie and it was amazing and we also we ended the weekend with a a couple's massage at this place um in Virginia Beach and that was also wonderful so we also went out to eat it was just the perfect weekend and even though this ain't my lane I ain't here to give you relationship advice but if he's not doing all of the things sis part of being a rich girl is knowing your worth okay so so newbies if you're new here This is what we call the rich girls table. Every time you click one of these episodes, you are essentially pulling up a chair to the rich girls table and rich as the OG rich girls know, isn't always just about your money, your bag and your credit. Sometimes it's about other things in your life, right? That's why I truly enjoy creating content for this podcast because it's not just about money, although it is a lot about money and credit and money mindset. It's also about being rich in all areas of your life. okay? so for a while, I in my single season, I really thought that I had to choose between somebody who was really good looking, but maybe he didn't treat me like, you know, 100 percent like I wanted to be treated or maybe he treated me like a princess, but he wasn't easy on the eyes for me. Right. It was like Goldilocks. I was just like, oh, this isn't going to work. And. Finally, I bump into this man and it's like he literally just everything that I thought about relationships just disappeared. It just melted away like he showed me what a healthy relationship, what a healthy love looks like. And when I tell my rich girls not to settle, I mean that in every aspect of your life. Don't settle for half-assed love. Don't settle for a job that doesn't appreciate you. Don't settle for, you know, just any business partners, right? Don't settle for any home. Don't settle for any car, any bag, any outfit. Go out there and get exactly what you want. And don't stop until you do, period. I was single for a while, okay? Anyway, this episode is not about relationships. I know y'all sick of me. And if you follow me on a gram, I know you are sick of me. If you don't follow me on a gram, make sure you guys come find me at your credit queen. I know you guys heard about the money mindset affirmation cards and the ad in the beginning. And I just want to let y'all know they are coming back out on sale very, very soon. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. I'll definitely be talking about it on my IG. But Let's get into today's episode because y'all, it is February. It is Q1 and I have already learned some money lessons this year and I want to, I want to share them with you because again, it's February. Like how am I already learning three whole money lessons? First of all, I'm the money mindset queen. Let's be clear. No, I'm just kidding. I am a forever student. I'm always trying to learn, consistently trying to learn and perfect my craft so that I can put more information out there for you guys to continue in your financial freedom journey. But listen, it's only February of 2022 and I already, already have three things that are glaring Right. Like every time I go to sit down with my finances, these things are glaring. And so I just felt the need to create an episode about it and talk to you guys about it, because I know you guys trust what I say. And I know that you guys, you know, know that I have great intentions. But like I said, I'm constantly trying to learn more and I'm constantly trying to evolve In all of my buckets of life. If you listen to episode one of this season, all of my buckets of life, right? Spirituality, emotional fitness, physical fitness, um, and financial freedom. I'm constantly trying to grow in those areas, whether that's educating myself, taking care of myself, trying new vitamins, eating better. It all kind of lines up with my mission to show up as my healthiest, wealthiest, happiest self, right? So, I'm sitting here and I'm just kind of thinking about podcast content and I'm like, baby, listen, there are already things that I am learning about my financial freedom journey and it's only the second month of the year. So I got to share it with my rich girls because I feel like these lessons apply to a lot of things in our life. But for me specifically in this season, it is really, really on me to... To learn more, right about becoming financially free, of course, and more about my specific journey, I spend a lot of time helping other women, which is my passion. That's what I want to do. So when I sit down with my finances, I am extremely meticulous, I'm extremely organized. I make sure that everything is where it needs to be. But over the past couple of weeks, I was like, "You know what? I'm really not. I'm really not doing everything that I preach in this first quarter of the year, because one thing about it, baby, if you got to turn, if you got to take a step back and reevaluate, please do that. I consistently reevaluate all of the plans I have, right? The land, how much I'm paying on my land, how can I pay it off quicker, right? The land that I own, my, you know, how much money am I spending on outside food? Like I'm constantly reevaluating my financial freedom plan because as I grow in my business, right? Y'all know I fix credit. I do financial coaching. As I grow in my business, things are costing, right? And so you want to say like, oh, my business is going to cover right? These expenses, right? But it's not always like that. And, and entrepreneurs, you know that, y'all know I, I do both. I got a nine to five and I'm an entrepreneur. And so my nine to five, you know, funding my dream. Like people like to say, I'm doing quotes right now, but y'all can't see me, right? So my nine to five is funding my dreams. And so with the money that my business brings in, I'm consistently thinking of how I can invest that into the business to continue to grow. But these little apps, let me tell you all something. I was playing around with some scheduling apps, $10 a month, $12 a month. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to always pay for. And that's Canva because Canva is lit. Okay. It, listen, anybody could be a graphic designer on Canva lies. No disrespect to my graphic designers out there. I'm totally joking, but you can make a cute post on Canva like, and you don't have to be all that talented. You just have to know like what colors go together. Have a little bit of an eye and put something together, right? I'm always pay for Canva, but I'm trying to see like, how can I automate my social media more, et cetera, et cetera. And everything is in-app purchases. If you have an iPhone, you know what I'm talking about. In-app purchases, in-app purchases. So I say all of that to say that my expenses grow throughout my financial freedom journey. Right now I like more expensive shit. So for example, I don't want to shave my legs no more. I want to get them waxed, Right. I had never waxed my legs before because somebody told me a horror story about waxing their legs. And I was like, oh my God, my skin is so sensitive. Like I don't have time. Now I go get Brazilian wax, like Brazilian waxes, right? And I get, we use the sugar wax, me and my wax lady. And people tell me like, oh, how could you do that? Right, like you could totally get your your legs waxed, right? And so these are, this is something very small that we don't think, oh, like that's not gonna affect me, right? Let's say it costs $60 a month. Right? At the end of the day, when you think about how that affects your budget your budget, right? Let's just say, you doing you're, you're waxing your legs at 60 dollars a month, or 60 dollars, however often you want to do it. But if you do it on a monthly basis, that's almost $1,000 dollars a year. So that does impact your budget in some way, some form, right? in some way, shape or form. And so we have to be really mindful of those things and what, what the issue is is that sometimes we're not and I was realizing I wasn't. So let's get into these. (laughs) Let's get into these three lessons that I've learned so far in 2022. And and let's talk about it, right? So the first thing I want to tell y'all is that if nothing changes, nothing changes. I set a goal last year to save $10,000, and I was a little shy, right, because some things came up last year that, you know, we don't we don't need to talk about. We don't need to get sad. But some things came up last year. And so I was a little shy of that goal. So when 2022 came, I said, OK, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it again. Right. I'm going to save 10 racks. Let's do it. Well, I didn't change my so I have an an amount of money that automatically goes to my savings account to my high yield savings account if you have not listened to the episode about why you need a high yield savings account please run it back to season two and get into that episode because high yield savings accounts are basically accounts that are your savings account but they grow they you know they accrue interest so I you know I'm like okay I'm gonna do the same thing and I'm not thinking, right, that as inflation goes up, $10,000 ain't what $10,000 used to be five years ago. And so we have to be very strategic in how we think about the next year, right? Is 10000 going to look like it looked last year even? Because inflation is, I think I've seen it was like up to over 7%. I mean, listen, <laughs> rice, bread, milk, all that stuff people go to the, sto- to the store for for snowstorms, baby, it's expensive. Outside is expensive as hell, okay? Grocery, my groceries went probably up by $100, if I'm being honest. I'm somebody that eats at home a lot, like going out to eat. I enjoy it. I enjoy getting real dolled up and going out to the fine dining places, but I love to cook. My fiance loves to cook, so we eat at home. And you know, for health reasons, right? Like we know what's going into the food. We don't have to worry about finding nothing on a plate. Like we're good. We love to eat at home. We love to cook. And so I'm not realizing, right, that I needed to increase the amount that went over to my savings because I don't want to save the same amount that I saved last year. I want to save more, right? I'm making more money. I'm scaling my business. I want to save more, right? And so I'm actually holding myself back, right? And ignoring the potential to save even more. Right. And when I say save, y'all listen, I use that very loosely because I am a very, very beginner investor. So when I say save, I mean, yeah, some of it is sitting in a bank, right? Like for a rainy day and some of it is being invested into different things for me to continue to grow my wealth as an individual and as a soon to be wife. Right. And. Until I check my savings account and saw what was in it, I didn't think to myself that, well, why are you saving the same amount each month or each week or or biweekly if you want to save more than you saved last year? So when I say if nothing changes, nothing changes, we think that a particular plan is working for us, right? We think that, you know, it's just like when you're losing weight, you don't really see the impact. So you just have to believe that this plan is working for you, but that's where financial freedom is different. You can look at the numbers and see that it's not doing the same thing it was doing last year, baby, period. Okay. And you can look at the numbers and see that you are spending more. And y'all know I ain't about to holler at y'all about spending more because I, that's what I preach, make more money so you could spend more so you could do what you want and get the things that you want for yourself we all princesses at the end of the day, the rich girls are all princesses, period. And if you're not, if you don't consider yourself a princess, I consider you a princess, period. So at the end of the day, we want to be able to treat ourselves and we want to be able to do what we want to do. But for me, I have very heavy, very heavy financial goals because I see myself somewhere in the next three to five years. And that's going to require me to elevate my financial goals and so when I sat down with my finances last week I said wow okay I'm doing the same thing I was doing last year which means I'm going to be in the same position I was in last year savings wise and I constantly preach this is why I said like I'm there there are things that I tell people to do that I'm just not doing right now in the moment right and so I started this episode off with letting y'all know like oh I got my fiance gifts every day for seven days. (laughs) there you go. I'm spending, right? And I'm enjoying spending. I'm enjoying being at Target. I'm enjoying, you know, my new purses and, and all of that. But am I going to be proud of myself at the end of the year for what I did financially to prioritize my financial freedom, right? Are there temporary distractions that are holding me back from being great? And these are questions you have to ask yourself in every journey that you take in life. Am I blocking my blessings? Am I in my own way? Because at the end of the day, when you think about change, people don't like change. People don't like change. They don't want to change. People don't want to change jobs. People don't want to change locations, right? You see your you see, you know, a, a nice amount of people who are like, oh, I'll move in a heartbeat. And, you know, I, this is my fifth job this year. Right. But most people and I know this because I've been in leadership for a long time in corporate America. Most people do not like change. But nothing changes if nothing changes. OK, so I want to challenge you guys. Right. I want to challenge you guys to evaluate now, evaluate now. And not just your finances, evaluate all of the journeys that you decided to take in 2022. Whether you wanted to get closer to God, whether you wanted to lose 20 pounds, whether you wanted to cut toxic people off, whether you wanted to launch the YouTube, create the app, drop the products, be more, be more present on social media. I don't care what the goal was. Cut that ex off who just, you know, (laughs) we all know, we all know one, cut them off, cut them off. I know he came through last week with the ooh ooh and the roses that cut him off, sis. You can do better. Okay. But listen, though, all of the goals reevaluate right now. Am I doing everything that I should be doing to accomplish the goals that I would like to accomplish by December 31st, 2022? Are you? Are you? And I want you to sit in that question because I'm gonna tell you right now, there's another area in my life where I ain't moving like I'm supposed to be moving. Fitness. I might be getting in a workout. If you got me on the Apple Watch, you know I get in a workout, but I'm also, you know, let me get a Hershey's cookies and cream. It's Valentine's Day. What you mean? (laughs) Let me get some sour patch kids. The other day, y'all, let me tell y'all something. The other day I made a DoorDash order. Me and bae wanted something sweet. I said, look, I'm going to just doordash me some Sour Patch. What you want? I forget what he got. He probably got sweet tarts or something. Because that's his favorite candy, right? But I didn't realize I bought like a pound bag of Sour Patch or like, you know, like the big bag. Like, I don't mean like the regular big bag you could hold in your hand. I mean, like it got the, um, the resealable joint, like the big bag of Sour Patch kids. And I'm like, great. I'm gonna eat Sour Patch Kids every day this week because, they, because they're here, right? I would never buy that big ass bag for my house because I know I love Sour Patch Kids. It's my favorite candy, by the way. Like not chocolate wise, I have a favorite chocolate candy, but it's my favorite candy, like how, right? But I shouldn't have been door dashing in the first place because them fees is crazy. I didn't need that. I could have went in my kitchen and ate a keto ice cream. I could have, had I have keto cookies. I have all the healthy shit. I door dashed basically a five pound bag of Sour Patch Kids. Come on, fam. So I'm just laying it all out here, bare naked soul here, letting y'all know that your girl messes up too. Like I get, I get, listen, it happens. Life happens, but nothing changes if nothing changes. So I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm not throwing away the Sour Patch, but once it's done, I'm done. Okay. Once it's done, I'm done. Like we're good. Okay, so that's lesson number one. Lesson number two. Okay, let's get into lesson number two. Lesson number two is that you got to help yourself, help yourself. Does that make sense? Y'all picking up what I'm putting down? You know, when somebody says to you, let me help you. Right. Some people say that to people like, tell me what you need so I can help you, basically. You have to have that same energy with yourself, right? And so I get it. You're like, Candace, I've been working on my finances for a year. I'm just not good with money management. I'm just not disciplined enough, right? And first of all, stop talking that negative rah-rah around me. That's number one, because we don't do that. But I get where you're coming from. You feel like it's it's a monster. It's impossible. It's impossible to overcome these financial these financial challenges because they seem so big right they seem so big and so there's a link in my bio to have a $15 consultation with me where I could walk you through right what you should do regarding your credit your finances right all of that all of that now I get that you know I get that people say things like, Oh, like, well, if I'm trying to get my finances together, why would I pay somebody? Like, why would I spend money to try to learn how to make money? Right. And that's the, that's one of the biggest issues, right. in financial freedom, because you don't have that muscle. You can't flex that muscle because you never learn, right? This is why I would love. And, and one of my goals is to get into the school system and talk to kids even high school students about financial literacy and financial freedom and credit and all of these things because when you think about right like trying to get yourself together i understand it's like you know the these people on social media right and and i know that a lot of them add a lot of value to our lives but people will say hey if you want to get your business scaled up like pay me 10 grand and i'll teach you okay well if i had 10 grand My business is probably doing all right, right? And so, but then you come across somebody like me, $15 consultation to get you straight and put you in the right direction. And even that, right? Like you're not taking advantage of, right? Like you're not following the pages that are going to give you the information you need to continue to elevate, right? In your financial freedom journey or whatever journey that might be, right? It doesn't always have to be about finances, but we have to help ourselves help ourselves, right? And so, When I didn't know anything about credit and my credit was in the dumps and I couldn't get an apartment, I hired a credit repair person because I hired a credit repair company because I didn't know you could go to an individual, but I hired a company to fix my credit. And yes, it was costing me over $100 a month, but I had to sacrifice because I needed that help because I understood the value of having great credit and I needed that help. A lot of us are going to the gym and walking on a treadmill for an hour and then lifting weights for two minutes and wondering why we're not losing the weight that we want to lose. You need a trainer. You need a trainer. You need a financial coach. You need a life coach. You need a spiritual coach people are coaching about there are coaches for pretty much everything you need a career coach you haven't gotten that promotion you've been busting your ass you've been doing everything they asked you to do and you still ain't getting promoted you need a coach you need a mentor in every area of your life I think this is where people misunderstand that we need help And we have to help ourselves, help ourselves. I don't care if you're a student of YouTube University. Help yourself, help yourself. Take free courses. What is that app? Udemy? They just have free courses up there. Take free courses, but you have to help yourself, help yourself. One of my favorite sayings is no one is coming to save you. This is your financial freedom journey. This is your spiritual journey. This is your fitness journey. No one is coming to save you. Okay. Even if you have a gym buddy, right, they cannot pull you out of the, they cannot literally pull you out of the bed and get you to the gym. You have to want to get up in the morning at 5am and go to the gym. You have to get up and put gym clothes on and go to the gym. You're not just going to mysteriously get rich. One thing about it is, you know, if God was dropping off million dollar bags at people's doors, we'd be a lot better off. But that's not how it works. He provided you with the talent. He equipped you with the talent and the mouthpiece to get paid. Right. But you have to help yourself, help yourself. OK, that's lesson number two. Don't forget about you when you are here helping everybody else and caring for everybody else and giving everybody else a shoulder to cry on. Don't forget about you. You're the most important one at the end of the day. Okay, so help yourself, help yourself. In my last lesson, lesson number three, lesson number three. I know when I say this, y'all gonna be like, "Girl, you tell us this every week." <laughs> but I'm so sincere when I say that you have to hold yourself accountable. I wish I could drop this mic. I really don't because it's a nice mic. But listen, you have to hold yourself accountable. Point blank period. And when I say hold yourself accountable, here's the thing. Here is the thing. Some of us have these amazing people in our lives that are our accountability partners. And they are amazing people because what they have done is they have carved time out of their life and out of their day to reach out to you to help you and make sure that you are doing what you need to do to accomplish your goals. But I'm going to tell you all right now, that is so few and far in between. And I'm not saying that people don't want to see you do great, but they it's very few and far in between that people are going to check in with you on a regular basis to make sure that you are doing what you need to do to accomplish your goals. There are people that will celebrate with you. There are people that will cry with you. But that in between checking on you, making sure you're accomplishing goals. One thing to check on you. Hey, how you doing? Then it's one thing to say, hey, how's that project going that you said you wanted to accomplish? I have an accountability partner who also happens to be a life coach. So I'm extremely blessed because she gives me advice from the school. Like she gives she schools me on things. Right. And we text almost every day. Hey, Candace, what's on your agenda today? You know what you got going on, what you trying to accomplish? How can I support you? That's the most important question she ever asked me. And she asked me this on a very, on a weekly basis. We check in with each other a few times a week, right? How can I support you in your goals? That's massive. But I'm gonna tell y'all right now, I didn't always have that because people don't always understand your story. They don't always understand your struggle. And if you don't have that, you have to be your own accountability partner. People don't like accountability because it's like looking in the mirror and saying like, you didn't do what you said you was going to do. People don't like self-accountability, right? I'm extremely blessed because I'm already sort of self-accountable, if that's a term. And I have a bomb ass accountability partner, but Like I said, I didn't always have one and I had to hold myself accountable. And then I couldn't cry when I didn't meet the goal because guess what? Nobody was around to hear the goal, to see the goal, to hold me accountable. It was just me and I failed me, right? And I'm comfortable saying that now because listen, in a moment I was like, oh my God, I didn't fail. Like I just wanted to, you know, I wanted somebody to rub the boo boo, but. You can't cry when you your own accountability partner. You have to wipe them tears and put your and, and poke your chest out gangster and get to it and get to them goals. I already know y'all got hella goals written down. I already know y'all do. I don't know if y'all going about y'all goals the right way. Smart goals, they got to be measurable, put a timeline on it. I don't know if y'all doing that, but I know y'all got mad goals written down. And if you don't start holding yourself accountable, And finding people, creating a community of people that hold each other accountable. Nine out of 10 times, you're not going to execute as fast as you could have. You're going to hold yourself back a little bit. You're going to block a blessing or two. That don't mean, I mean, God is in the business of blessing us. That don't mean that they not, he ain't going to spend a block for you, but you are going to hold yourself back if you do not hold yourself accountable. On days where I don't feel like doing nothing and my accountability partner texts me it makes me want to get up out my chair and go do some work right but we have to be able to do that for ourselves you have to get out to bed this morning I got out to bed at 5 a.m I was ready today I started working by like six forty-five. I was ready I had a mission on my heart I don't always wake up feeling like jumping out of bed, going to make a cup of coffee and getting to work at 645. I don't always feel like that, but understand that the discipline and the accountability that I have, most days I'm up at six working. Whether that's creating content, whether that's writing out a plan for another project or something else I want to launch, we working. That's me holding myself accountable. I think I told y'all a story a while back about how there was a season in my life where God kept waking me up at like 4.30 in the morning. And then I started at first, I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't sleep past 4.30. And then I started looking at it from a spiritual lens. And I understood that God was waking me up for a reason. He, he had something he had to say to me. Okay. And with that, something he had to say to me was you can get up early and go to the gym, sis. So cut it out. You're up, at, you're up at 4.30 every morning. You got more than enough time to put on some gym clothes, go to the gym, come back, get dressed for work and be at work on time. So cut it basically, God was my accountability partner in this season. And so he kept waking me up. And so over the past few months, I've noticed I keep getting up really early again. And I'm like, "Okay, God, I'll go get a workout in. But that's not what it's about this time. It's about my fruit. It's about my my business, my baby, my passion. He wants me up earlier before it's time to go to my full time job. To get some working he wants me to stay up a little later and put some more working in my business because he had He made me a promise that my business was going to flourish and it was going to turn into multiple businesses And it was going to bring me and my family millions. He made me this promise I gotta I gotta do the work though. See And I think that's a lot of our problem is that we forget that we got to do the work God promised you a lot. He promised you a lot and I know he did. I know he did. I know you hear him I know you feel it. I know he did But you got to do the work. You got to stop being scared and you got to start holding yourself accountable. So, ladies, rich girls, my tribe and any fellas that might be out there listening, shout out to y'all money, money mindset kings out there. But listen, though, number one, nothing changes if nothing changes. Hello, (laughs) point blank, period. That's number one. We got to make changes if we want to have a better 2022 and a better year this year. We got to make changes to something. You got to adjust something. I know some things is on autopilot, like uh -uh, that that works good just like that. But I challenge you to evaluate it. Is there anything in your life that you could change that will change the trajectory of where you are trying to get to? Number two, you got to want to help yourself. You got to help yourself, help yourself. You got to be your cheerleader. okay? you got to understand you have to identify areas of opportunity and then say, you know what? I'm going to take action on this area of opportunity. I'm going to educate myself. I'm going to hire someone. I'm going to go to YouTube University and educate myself on this topic. I'm going to get better at this. okay? I remember one time I said to a friend, what was I? I was telling her I wasn't good at something. I want to say it was writing. Right. Because I'm not the greatest writer. I write like I talk. Right. Which is, you know, I'm from New York. So and she's like, no, say that you are. I say, yeah, I'm not good at writing or I said I'm bad at writing or something. And she said, no, don't say that. Say that you are getting better at it. And that was a game changer for me. I don't even think she realized it, but it was a game changer for me because I didn't realize the negative connotation. I just figured that's not my lane. Right. I didn't have it. I didn't feel like I was speaking negatively over myself, but I was like, that ain't my lane. I'm not a writer. It ain't what I do. Ba blah ba. She said, nah, just say you're working on it. You getting better at it, but don't say you're not good at it or you bad at it. And game changer, baby. Game changer. After that. I signed up for this side hustle on rev.com. I think it is where you had to, you transcribe, you know, it's like a dollar a minute or whatever, like it's some little side hustle. when I was like ready to do whatever to, um, to make some more, to more money, some multiple streams of income. And, you know, I start taking the tests and everything like that. Cause you got to take a test, like to let them know that, you know, how to transcribe and all that. And I was doing so well. I was like, damn, I'm not a bad writer. Right? Like, I was like, this is this is working out good because they test your grandma first before you even get in and start to make money. Like they test all that. So I was like, okay, your girl, not bad. But just her saying that statement to me was just a huge game changer for me. So you got to want to help yourself. And finally, be your own accountability partner, be your own accountability partner. I'm going to say it one more time. Be your own accountability partner. Okay, nobody. I'm not saying nobody could do this because I I, my best friend has definitely pulled me out the bed and said, listen, you got to get out this. You got to get out this mood, you know, stop being stank. Let's go out. But on a regular, consistent basis, nobody's going to come pull you out of bed to accomplish your goals. You have to hold yourself accountable for waking up earlier, uh, staying up a little later, reading that book, you know, launching the podcast, launching the blog, being more present on social media, whatever your goals are, right? You have to be accountable and you have to hold yourself accountable and you have to know what that looks like, right? Is that journaling? Is that writing down how you're feeling and and, and trying to understand why you haven't changed what you need to change to accomplish your goals, right? Because I, I, like we talked about earlier, right? Me and my sour patch. I'm like, why am I all of a sudden like, Why is it okay for me to be eating all these sweets all of a sudden? Like, where's my mental at? Right. And it dawned on me. Right. Like there was a lot going on at work. Normally, I don't let work stress me out, but there was a lot going on at work. And I'm like, wow, like. Could I be stress eating? Right. But I'm evaluating this because I know that it's on me to hold myself accountable. My fiance could put salads in front of me every day. If I don't eat them, it won't matter. He could say, hey, let's go work out Saturday morning at the park. If I don't get up and go, it won't matter. That's why we have to be our own accountability partners. Period. It's great to have accountability partners, but you have to be one too. And in order to be one for somebody else, you definitely got to be one for yourself. That's why my accountability partner is so lit, because she holds herself accountable <laughs> for her goals and, and what she wants to accomplish. So, it's ve- so I'm not going to say it's easy for her to hold me accountable, but she can say something to me and, and say, hey, you really need to, you know, put that in motion because you've been talking about that for too long. And I got to respect it because I know she's the same way with herself. Right. So hold yourself accountable. That's the third lesson that I've learned so far in 2022. And I don't know, y'all, I'm feeling like (laughs) I'm feeling like it's going to be a lot more. I'm feeling like we're going to have more episodes like this because I am just peeling back the layers. Okay, 2022 is all about just bearing it all full transparency. I got some stories to share with y'all just about like little financial troubles and things that I ran into where I'm like, ah, you know, like, how am I going to figure this out? and you know, just kind of navigating that. Right. And just continuing on my path to financial freedom. So y'all already know I'm bringing y'all with me. We get enriched together. So thank you so much for pulling up to the rich girls table today. I hope that you enjoy today's episode and these lessons that I have shared with you because they were personal to me. And I was like, oh, am I gonna put this in a podcast? Yeah, I'm gonna put it in a podcast. You know, I'm gonna put y'all on, you know, I'm gonna always share what's going on with your girl on the podcast so make sure y'all continue to tune in make sure y'all check me out on instagram book a consultation with me if you want to chop it up and talk about your financial situation but definitely connect with me i love connecting with new people i love to hear what you guys think about the podcast and of course i love 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 five-star reviews so make sure if you guys enjoyed this episode to drop me a review and if you are new here please make sure to run it back to season one um, whatever platform you're listening to you're listening on because season one we do we dove really deep into my story and, and why I do what I do today so I want to thank you so much I want to wish you an amazing week ahead I hope that you attack it with everything you have in you I hope that you are productive and I hope that it is very very stress-free and I hope that you make a whole lot of money so thank you again for pulling up to the rich girls table and I will catch you ladies and gents next week on money making monday don't forget to check out those wealth wednesday episodes toodles rich girls you hear that it sounds like money flowing into your bank account thanks so much for tuning in with your girl on the money mindset queen podcast you made a choice today to grow mentally and financially and to attract abundance Help someone else out and send this their way because we all deserve a life full of health, wealth, and abundance. And there's no need to wait. Make sure you tag us while listening or head over to Your Credit Queen on Instagram to learn more on how we can snatch your credit score in no time and come up with a plan that works for you to get your finances in order this year. Until next week, remember, rich is hard and broke is hard. You get to choose your heart.